0: Welcome to Awakened and Alive After 40, a weekly podcast about stepping outside of the box and into a life that is true to who you really are.
1: We're your hosts, Dominique and Carrie, two 40-something-year-old friends and coaches who are on a journey to live the second half of our lives with greater flow and ease.
0: Our passion is to guide and support our clients in becoming their most authentic and aligned selves.
1: We love digging into a variety of topics and sharing some of our insights and perspectives through our coaching lenses. We both spent the first half of our lives
0: trying to fit into a box only to realize we were burnt out and searching for a better way to do life.
1: We are here to remind you that it's never too late to start living your best life. Let's get into today's episode.
0: So the holidays are upon us and... I don't know about everyone out there, but it certainly can feel like mixed emotions, Uh, just a, a mixed bag for everyone, depending on family situations, past experiences. So its I definitely understand it's not the happiest time of year for everyone. And we thought this would be something good to
1: just converse about a little bit more. Definitely. I um, I can see that culturally, sometimes we have this expectation that the holidays are just happiness and joy and we all feel that and we're all excited for it, but that definitely is not the case and people shouldn't feel that pressure placed upon them every year, especially yeah. if there's other things going on in their life or if they're just in a new season of life. The holidays can feel really different year to year. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. And I like how you mentioned, you know, that pressure Mm -hmm. that comes with it, because I know, you know, for myself, um, example, last year, I was taking care of my grandmother, helping my family take care of my grandmother. And there was an incredible amount of stress around it. And there definitely was pressure to, you know, celebrate, be happy and cheery when frankly, I would have loved to just do nothing, (laughs) just veg out, do nothing. But I still find, and this is an interesting thing that my people-pleasing tendencies will come up still every now and then. And um, then I end up really not regretting, but feeling bad that I didn't speak up for myself because it leaves me feeling just that much more depleted.
1: Yeah. Um, It's so interesting, like you said, that we have these specific days as dictated by the calendar and as dictated by history and tradition and whatever else in our culture created these days that for whatever reason have to be more special than other days. And So we feel this pressure to almost perform on those days that everything has to be perfect Mm. and that we have this vision of how it's going to go. And then if our expectations aren't met, we can feel really um, down on ourselves about that or just, you know, taking the experience and not really just appreciating it for what it was, whether it was good or bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Putting... Sometimes we put um, so much meaning behind it, too, where it it then becomes an area where we can start to judge ourselves or blame ourselves. And when it's something that is just a, a difficult thing to face, example, holidays, like what we're chatting about now, I find that I really, I feel for those of you that are out there and are... Dreading in a way the holidays coming up and are just, you know, hoping they quickly go by. I feel for you. My heart goes out to you. And um, it's one of those areas where I feel we can help ourselves by applying some boundaries, which in itself can definitely be a challenge. But I don't know for you, Carrie, if that's something you found challenge when it came to starting to create boundaries within your life. I know for me, it was definitely hard, but it had the greatest impact. And I think we all could use just a little bit more boundary setting.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, I think a lot of the stress and difficulties around the holidays can be attributed to maybe that feeling of forced time with family that maybe we don't normally partake in. And that can be really stressful. And I think the biggest part of the biggest stressful piece of it is when there isn't a respect of boundaries or there haven't been established boundaries between family members. And so Mm. when those boundaries get crossed, it's like such a feeling of you're not being appreciated for who you are. You're not being seen and heard for who you truly are. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly, and um, uh, my folks are definitely going to be listening to this episode, so please forgive me. (laughs) Mine
1: too.
0: If you're hurt by any of this, by no means is it meant to be that way. But I know for myself, and again, if I kind of go off of the the people pleasing tendencies. Ultimately, when it came to the holidays for me, specifically Thanksgiving, it was more just to make my family happy because they wanted to have us all together. Of course, I have a very small family and I'm the only child. And so it would be like four of us, five of us for our Thanksgiving get together And for me, I really felt like there was a little bit more of an obligation because I was the only child. And Mm. as much as I wanted to just be by myself and take that day to rest and recharge, it was also a little bit of an obligation. And at the same time, I know how lucky I am to have a family that wants me there and loves me in general. And so by no means am I complaining about it. I just think that it's always important to recognize that every single one of us out there is going to have a different experience and a different meaning behind the holidays
1: in general. And even year to year, it can feel so different for each person. Like There have been some years where I am so excited for the holidays and I feel nothing but that, you know, expected joy feeling. And then there have been years where for whatever reason, things going on in other aspects of my life, I'm under more stress where I'm just not feeling it. And I am not excited. And it does feel like an obligation and a drain to do these things. Luckily, my family like is pretty receptive to hearing that. Um that's awesome. Yeah. So, wow. I have been able to be pretty honest uh when I didn't live close by to my family and it was really stressful and difficult to travel for Thanksgiving specifically because it's such a crazy time to try to fly or mm, yeah. drive anywhere. Um I would just say like I I can't do it this year. It the stress mm-hmm. of it just wasn't worth the short time. To try mm-hmm, to make it
0: absolutely. work. Yeah, for sure. And so I think it's, um, it's going to be a great help for us to chat a little bit about what can we do to make this time of year a little bit more pleasant, um, less of a hassle and, and stressful in general. And I know as far as boundaries go, it's something that I work a lot on with many of my clients. And as I mentioned before, boundary setting alone is extremely challenging. So you add that on top of the, the challenge of the holidays, and it definitely is overwhelming. So we want to just kind of give some tips to all of you out there that are easy and reliable when it comes to finding that courage to speak up for yourselves and to do what is best and right for you during this time of year. And Carrie, I would love to know as far as boundary setting goes with your coaching, what do you feel is important when setting boundaries, especially
1: around family? I know it can be really difficult, but I think being as true and honest to yourself as possible instead of thinking, what do other people want from me? Really, you know, looking inside, taking time to really explore what do I want? What would my my ideal holiday time look like? And you Mm -hmm. might not feel comfortable making that exactly happen because maybe it's not possible. Maybe you have a dream and there's limitations financially or time-wise that you're not able to, Fulfill exactly what you would want it to look like. But even if you just have one small piece of how you would want it to look, it's better than allowing yourself to just go with everyone else's plans and not have something that aligns with yourself and what your needs and wants are for that time of year.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I know. For myself, when I'm working with my coaching clients, a lot of what we are trying to initially work on is being able to say no, to embrace saying no. And it's it's extremely challenging. It's something as a recovering people pleaser, I 100% know that no is a difficult, word. And it's, it's one of those major tips that I certainly give to my clients is practicing saying no, start saying no to small things. And once you get comfortable with that, then you start to realize, well, this isn't too bad. This, you know, I can maybe step outside my comfort zone a little more and now say no to this event or this appointment that I made with a friend that I honestly don't want to, you know, go through with. But um, yeah, saying, saying no is a big one that I've really come across. And by the way, if we didn't mention, highly recommend you get a piece of paper and a pen out right now as we're sharing these tips. And we'll make sure to give you some examples as well. And so as you were mentioning Carrie, I think the first tip that you know we can share with everyone out there is being aware of your own needs. Yeah. Right? Painting a clear picture. What do boundaries look like to
1: you? Right. What do boundaries mean if, to you? If you don't have a clear picture yourself of what you would want for your holiday season and you're just going to go with the flow and not rock the boat in any way with the norm of your family or your friends or whoever you spend those days with, then mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to set those boundaries or advocate for what you want because you haven't even really thought about it or determined, determined it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And for a lot of my clients and even myself, Before I understood that I kind of sucked at setting boundaries, (laughs) I realized that I didn't even know what I wanted from the boundaries that I was seeking to set. And so I started journaling. I really got clear about, okay, in my home life, in my personal life, and during the holidays, what does that look like? So getting a journal out and just writing whatever comes to mind, writing what feels good to you, what do you feel would make you happy or less stressed out? And that will be the starting point to help guide the process of creating boundaries.
1: Right. And isn't there a journaling technique where you like write the future as if it's the present moment and you can just kind of build what your dream holiday would look like to sort yeah. of get really clear on it in your mind and then do what you can to help that come to fruition. Yeah.
0: It's it's kind of like a, they they do call it um, future self journaling. And you can apply that in so many different areas. Uh, I know for for myself, when it came to creating my business, I used future self journaling to get clear on that But yes, to get clear on your vision for what this holiday is going to look like or how you desire it to look like can be extremely powerful and effective. And on top of the getting clear on your needs, I think also another tip would be to communicate what you are doing to your family, to your friends ahead of time. And this way you have a little bit of preparation for yourself and you're not starting on a day that is already stressful thinking about having to communicate these boundaries when you're completely stressed out. No, get clear on it beforehand,
1: right? And come from like a place of calm already. If you do it in the midst of the holiday stress or like preparing a big meal, it might come out a little more harshly than you're intending.
0: Right. Yeah. Because we can easily get more in the zone of reacting versus, you know, like you said, coming from a calm place, choosing how you want to communicate to others. And so for myself, I ended up doing this and I, I actually did this when I was helping to care for my grandmother And so I let my family know like, hey, I am working on building my business. I do want to continue being here to help care for my grandmother. I am 100% in it, but I need to do the work during this time and this time. And I'm going to go to the library for it. Like, don't, you can't expect me around these hours because I will be gone. Whereas before I was... I was just really all over the place and doing things whenever it was needed and not really able to stay focused on my business. And it was starting to hurt things a little bit. And it was because I wanted to be of help. But at the expense of my business growth, that was something that I got clear on and I knew it's not what I, I wanted. I needed to set boundaries around it.
1: Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I think especially when you own your own business and you're maybe working from home, people don't see your business hours. So Mm -hmm. you really have to be clear with people about, you know, I'm not available to talk or to do things or run errands or whatever, because I'm at work Mm -hmm. during these hours. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And it's so different when you're working in an office versus when you're working at home. I feel like um, people maybe could expect more from you if you do work from home because there is more flexibility. So really getting clear on when you're available, what hours are those? What are you going to be available for? Is it just by phone or is it in person? Um, So I think it's really important then too, but getting off track a little bit here with myself, that, that second tip, that communication ahead of time is going to be extremely helpful because you're like Carrie said, coming from a more calm and present place. And it gives you the opportunity to really explain like, Hey, you know, I'm working on this because I feel it's going to improve my life. It has nothing to do with anyone else, but myself. So I think it's really just so important, again, to bring these concerns or not even necessarily concerns, just bring your intentions to those individuals that are going to be part of it and make your intentions clear and of course, sometimes people will take things personally. So I always like to add a little extra, you know, this, this is not because of anything that you have done or are doing. This is completely something that I am focusing on and it's just going to help
1: me out. Right. And I think it's easier said than done, but to remember that we can't control how people receive us or what their reactions Mm -hmm. are going to be. We can only control our actions and what we say to people. And if there are people in one's life who are going to react strongly or negatively or in a disrespectful way, that has so much more to do with that person Mm -hmm. and what they're going through and dealing with than the person who's setting the boundary with them. 100%.
0: And I think that's one of the most important insights that I reached in life when I finally came to understand, wow, this person isn't reacting to me. They're reacting to their internal struggles and challenges and were somewhat triggered by it. It has nothing to do with me as a person it's not a reflection of my character or your character and as you start to become more aware of it then you can start picking up those things within yourself with how you react to certain things and coming to the realization that oh it wasn't that person it's because you know it reminded me of this that i never addressed or something along the lines of that it's um it was a wonderful aha moment for me. I know that.
1: Yeah, that's so true. It's It, it goes both ways, right? Like mm-hmm. when we react to other people, we're responsible for that. And we're responsible for examining why we had the reaction we had yeah. and figuring out what we can do to maybe let go of whatever it is we're holding on to that's creating that inner struggle,
0: Mm-hmm. And I have come to find that the things that I've been reactive to are the areas that I need to focus on the most when it comes to my my healing journey. And, Funny how that works. Right? I know. And it's I used to rack my brain like, oh man, okay, what do I need to focus on? Like, I don't remember what happened back then. Well, if you just stay aware and conscious of your present day and what creates those triggers and what's happening in that moment, you can get so clear on the areas that need your attention.
1: Totally. Yeah, I totally agree. I think another important thing to remember during this time and when you are looking to set boundaries is to celebrate any success you have with this. It can be really difficult. And I think sometimes when we take even the smallest step, we forget that that is growth and we need to acknowledge it within ourselves, recognize it, and celebrate it. Yep.
0: And then I also uh, love to remind people that even if it didn't work out exactly how you intended it to. So you set a boundary and maybe it didn't go as smoothly. Maybe you gave in a little bit. I still think it is worth celebrating the step you took to set that boundary and to communicate it with someone. So that already is so much more than what you would have done in the past. So it's, it's so easy for us to get down on ourselves for not having that complete follow through, but really celebrating even the smallest steps are success in my mind. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. And if we can keep that mindset throughout this, these last few months of this year, it can go a long way in just, alleviating ourselves of that inner critic or that, you know, beating ourselves up for every little thing. And that alone, I think, can take a lot of the stress or dread out of things. For sure.
0: And as far as the embracing of saying no, I think that's also another important Tip that can be really helpful for those of you that are working on your boundary setting and just trying to be a little bit more courageous in the process and starting with saying no to the small things and seeing how that feels, recognizing that it opens up space for you to say yes to more of the things that you love and that bring you joy. Yes. I love that. So I just want to recap on those tips that we provided. And we started off by saying that it's incredibly helpful to paint a clear picture of what your needs are. What do boundaries look like to you? What would you like them to look like? And using that for pretty much anything doesn't have to just be around the holidays, any time in your life where you feel like there needs to be a little bit more structure, getting clear on it. And then we talked about communicating ahead of time to friends, family, loved ones, and letting them know what you are working on and letting them know that it would be of great help if they followed through with your request because it's something that's important to you. And thirdly, we talked about celebrating your success. Those tiny steps, those big steps, looking for something that is more than what you did in the past is what is going to be worth celebrating. So as I had mentioned, even if it doesn't work out the way you want, you can celebrate that you took the step in creating a boundary for the first time. And lastly, embracing, saying no more often, which is extremely challenging for a lot of us that are recovering people pleasers. But once you start saying no to those small things that don't rock your world quite as much, that just gets the ball rolling. So that way you can gain that comfort And that courage to say no to the things that are taking your precious time up. And also, just as we're having conversation on boundary setting around the holidays, Carrie and I are in the United States, and we understand, we know that there are other listeners out there. And so this is more so for our American listeners But again, as we share this information, I think when it comes to boundaries, it's any time of year, it doesn't have to be for holidays or specific holidays, any time of year. So I, we honestly think that this could be for all of you out there. And we're here to still remind you all that it is never too late to start living your best life.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed
0: it, please consider sharing it with friends and or family.
1: We'd be incredibly grateful if you rated and reviewed the podcast on your preferred listening platform, as it really helps.
0: If you'd like to reach out to us, you can connect with us through our websites or Instagram, which are all linked in the show notes. We'd love to hear from you.
1: Our theme song was written by Michael Ahrens.